0: Think about the words of the title of this video. Read them again. Can you truly wrap your head around their true meaning? We are conditioned by our surroundings. What we see and hear help form us. What we experience and learn help shape us. Living in the United States, we have gotten used to having a say on what goes on around us. We have become used to being able to control and define our existence. We have, as a society, to a large degree, been able to create an environment and a lifestyle based on who we are individually. Our likes and dislikes, tastes and preferences, wants and needs often dictate our actions. We have become very me-centric. As a result, we tend to view all else through that same me-centric filter. These attributes and their associated expectations even extend to the spiritual and our view of God. Many believe God is there to fulfill their wants and desires, a purveyor of all we seek and pray for. Denominations have gone to great lengths to define God based on their beliefs and teachings. God has been conformed to their needs, desires and wants. Many have come to know God based on their individual preconceived notions, wants, and wishes. God exists to fulfill their individual needs. The Bible, God's revealed will to mankind, paints a very different picture, however. Here's what God had to say in Genesis 1, 26-27, and I quote, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in His own image. In the image of God He created them, male and female He created them." Quote. Please note, we were created in God's image, God was not created in our image. God had, has, and will always have supremacy over His creation. Pride would suggest an alternative relationship, a relationship which places God at man's disposal. It is pride and haughtiness in the heart which gives rise to Isaiah's words, as exemplified by Lucifer, resulting in his fall. In Isaiah 14, verses 12 to 14, we read, and I quote, How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid low the nations, you said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly, on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon.'" I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Analysis: Satan tried to define himself in a way contrary to his true created nature and purpose, contrary to God's will. God's kingdom is not a democracy where supreme power is vested in the people and exercised either directly or indirectly through elected representatives. God's kingdom is a theocracy, which is governed by divine guidance by none other than the God of all creation. The scriptures which follow provide an accurate and detailed description of God and His purpose. Come to know God for who He truly is, not through a denomination or preconceived idea, but through His Word. Understanding Him and His purpose is the first step in serving him as a kingdom child.